Welcome to the Pinkleton Pull Aside podcast. On this podcast, let's step aside from our busy lives to have fun, fascinating, life-giving conversation with inspiring authors, pastors, sports personalities, and other influencers, leaders, and followers. Sit back, grab some coffee, or head down the road, and let's get the good and gold from today's guest. Here's Jeff Pinkleton, Executive Director of the Gathering of the Miami Valley, where their mission is to connect men to men and men to God. Hello, friends. Welcome today again to another edition of the Pinkleton Pull Aside podcast, where we like to talk all things life, leadership, lessons therein, and the many testimonies I know God's doing in and around a lot of people we know through the world of sports, through books, through comedy, the list goes on and on. And today, I am super excited about a guy that I happened to meet back in March at UD Arena. And I'm going to tell that story in a little bit. But David Raglan, whose nickname is Rags, you don't have to think or pray too hard about how he got that. It's an abbreviation. Probably wears it well sometimes and other times. The word Rags doesn't always fit with uh, positivity. But yeah. uh, we've been talking back and forth a while about you coming on at some point. Today's the day. So, yeah. Rags, Today's thanks for joining us. Yeah, and no, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. Obviously, it was, I guess, by chance we met. And then by, by choice, we became friends and, and, and brothers. So, yeah. and I appreciate you and, and all that you do. And, you know, having me on today Definitely. means a lot. And again, just I'm, I'm very colorblind. So, Aces, it is purple and yellow, right? Yes. Yes. So, so my son, who I talked to you about, and I tell people, you were so gracious when we met, and I'll get to that in a minute. You asked me a ton of questions about my son, Alex, and his school's colors are purple and yellow. <laughs> One of my best friends, who's our senior pastor, used to coach soccer there. When you're out on a, on a field in soccer, he'll say, come on, gold. And I'm like, look, I'm colorblind, but that's, right, that's right. yellow. That's not gold. That, yeah. So that's a miss. We share that's some purple and yellow. Miss. Yeah. <laughs> We share some purple and yellow, and that's a good thing. So the background, so people know what we're talking about here. So I'm a big basketball fan. I'm at the uh, state tournament. I think it was the semifinal rounds over at UD yeah. Arena. And when I go to a, a sports venue, typically, I want my few moments to walk around, just get a view of what's going on. Basketball arenas are tough because there's not a lot of scenic whatever. Baseball stadiums are great. Football can be pretty great. But I'm at UD Arena, which I love UD Arena. I'm walking around, and I see this guy taking notes, doing a scouting thing, and has this butler pull over, which butler gives me. I think I told you the story. My son Jaden and I went there when he was little. He's running all over up and down at gym, dating it back to Brad Stevens and, and Gordon Hayward and some guys. Love, love what butler does, what they represent. And I was thinking, like, wait, that's, I think that's their head coach. And I looked, I looked, I looked him up and looked up his picture, and as you acknowledge as well, you guys look alike. And so I went up to you thinking you were the head coach of Butler, and you're like, "Well, no, I'm actually the assistant. My name's David Raglan. You introduced yourself, and we yeah. talked for a while. And I don't know, man. I just felt this connection to you. Like I like this guy. I want to see him succeed. I loved your heart. We interacted for a while. You asked a bunch about Alex, and how did you not let that get astray? Because here's some random dude. You're trying to do your job. And I, I think you're the head coach. How did you not say, I'm done with this dude? <laughs> no, it was it was just, it was that, like you said, the connection. And, you know, sometimes when you're at games, you do appreciate some company. And, uh, you know, because you kind of sit by yourself and, you know, you're locked in, taking notes. But 
uh, you know, my, my son is now at the age he's, he's 12 and I'll take him recruiting with me. Mm-hmm. And it's fun just because, you know, we can have conversations and, you know, I can still watch the game, but, uh, you know, I, I think just that the connection of, you know, talking with you and then I got a chance to meet your, you know, the rest of your family, uh, dad and brother and, uh, your son. And, uh, you know, it, I, I thought it was, you know, just, you know, things happen for a reason and, and the connection and, you know, the fluidity of our conversation, it, it just, it felt normal. It felt like it was meant for us to, to meet yeah. each other. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that phrase divine appointment, it definitely had a flavor and a nature to that. And we've stayed up on text and I've tried to send you a little prayer note or a scripture or yeah. encouragement periodically. And you've been pretty positive with that. And what, what blows my mind is thinking back to that is not long afterwards was when your coach got fired and then you and I were texting back and forth and, you know, you had kind of felt like, okay, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying what, what's happening here at Butler. I, I don't think my time's done. You'd encourage me to be praying for you just about wherever that were to land. They hire Thad Mata. You get kept around. No time later, knock, knock, knock. Who's at the door? Evansville. Yeah. Talk about that moment from when we started talking and you're, yeah. you know, you lose your coach. Thad Mata yeah. comes in. Evansville. Like what is going through your mind and heart? And that's the nature yeah, of the business. It is. It, you know, it's the nature of the business. I think it's a, the nature of life. It was all, like I said, divine and, and meant to be. And you know, I, I think it's it's easy to stay in faith when things are going well. Um, you know, and the only thing that I knew to do and encourage my my wife to do is to, to stay in the in faith with what was meant to be. And, you know, coaching is a calling and you know, I've been you know, fortunate to do it going in into 19 years, but you know, it, it does come. There's been a ton of change in the time that you know I've been coaching, and uh, not just for me, you know, that change goes with, with my family, with my wife and, and our two kids. And um, you know, you we just continue to adapt, you know, stay in faith and see where our, our lessons, you know, that we're supposed to learn, what comes out of it, and then how we're we're supposed to to grow and help the people that were were set to be around uh, during those moments. So mm. it it was it was it was trying, you know, uh, not knowing what was going to happen at at Butler. First off, was it was difficult, you know, because when we made the move, our thought behind it was, you know, our our daughter's in eighth grade, you know, we want to see her through graduation of high school, and not only that, we want to see our son in graduation. Of high school so we we were planning on being there for you know at least six six seven years wow. and it was nine months <laughs> and uh you know laval you know gets let go and that was tough just you know first off you're in the, the business with people and if anybody anybody's met laval he's a great man great father great husband strong in his faith wonderful mentor and he's everything that every coach talks about being in college coaching. He's that, you know, so it was unfortunate for him, you know, and then again, you, you just don't know what's next. So, but that kept us on and, and, you know, my wife and I decided to buy a house oh. uh, when, when that happened. And they say, you know, Dr. Ziggy here at the University of Evansville is calling about our interest. And my wife's looking at me like I'm crazy once again. Uh, because she's like, hey, we just bought this house and we're staying put 
in Indianapolis at Butler. And uh, that quickly changed, as you can see, the, the background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, God is good, and the journey's been, been even better. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that part of it. That you had just bought a house, so did you either get out of that or quickly sell it, or how did, how did that work with a house and then finding a place to live in Evansville? Yeah, so I, I we gave we gave a, a nice donation to uh, the sellers. Uh, we put our earnest money down, and unfortunately, the individual didn't didn't give back the the earnest money. You know, so we came here down down a couple of dollars, and you know, just knew that this is the right move for our family, and mm -hmm. you know, ended up you know another divine you know uh, I would say action or sure. circumstance situation where. The first weekend we got here, my wife randomly found a house that was had an open house, and it was Memorial Day weekend, and she had us go look at this house, and because of the market, we would look at it for about 20, 30 minutes, <laughs> uh, put an offer in on it, 24 hours later, wow. they accept it, and that's where we're living yeah. currently. So it all moved quick, but with purpose. I would think if I'm you in that situation, I'm saying, hey, everybody, I'm the new Evansville men's basketball coach. You got to be hooking me up. Quit bidding. <laughs> don't don't put a contract down. Don't throw offers out. I need a house. You guys want me to have success here. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Something <laughs> right, to that right. effect. So I want to skip back a moment. I, we talked off offline yeah. about this, but one of the things that I want people to know about you is, is uh, people that know me know I'm a big connector. I love making connections. That's I tell people that's all I got to offer. So I took the risk with you recently to put you in touch with a buddy of mine who's in Newburgh, Indiana. I'll give a shout out to Jerry Cagle and have you guys see about connecting and, you know, maybe, you know, he'll become a big Evansville ace basketball fan, be your biggest champion. And, you know, he, he can know you and where might that go? Well, you guys get together recently and then you ended up making a couple connections for him. And I'm looking at him like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, you're you're a new basketball coach taking over this program, trying to build your own culture, and you're already making relationships for him that he hadn't experienced yet in a couple years. And I said, if that doesn't tell you a lot about David Raglan, I don't know what does. Yeah. No, we, we had a great sit down yesterday, Jerry and I. And, you know, we, we connected as well. And he, he's funny because he's like, I'm going to acquire taste. I was like, well, <laughs> I, I like you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he just honestly reminded me of a, a couple mentors of mine that were, you know, really close with my father mm. before my father passed. And as soon as I met him, I'm like, man, I have to connect you with a couple other people here in Evansville that I'm pretty sure that you two will hit it off, you know, and, and it was actually two different people. And they've already texted back and forth, you know, him and, and, wow. uh, and you know, this mutual friend of, that we'll both have moving forward. And the other individual actually texted me uh, a little bit ago and I'm going to get with him and, and Jerry and get th those guys connected. But, you know, that that's, that's really what it's all about. You know, it's a fortunate thing about coming back home. You know, it's been yeah. 20 years since I've been back home, but you know, Evan Evansville is home. And you know, that the funny thing about coming back home, we actually moved to Newburgh, but not too far from Jerry. Wow. Uh, but, but, you know, Jerry is is basically you know Evansville and Newburgh you know, are are okay. connected, yeah. and the individuals that that I set them up with are people that that have done so much for me mm. and my journey and where I'm at, and 
Um, you know, I, I knew that they would jump at the chance to meet with with Jerry, and you know, and, and it's funny because we were talking. I didn't know that that Jerry's son-in-law actually works at Evansville. Yeah, and his son-in-law went to the University of Southern Indiana, uh, which is like across town yep. where my wife and I went to school. Yep, you got history. Too, so, you know, you just talk about all the connections. Yeah. We were connected in so many different ways. That's so cool. And talking and. Um, you know, it was my, my pleasure to connect them with some other yeah. uh, folks here in town. If there's an Aces team shop there at the arena, he better be the biggest spender of all this coming <laughs> season. No no clearance prices for Jerry. Full price, <laughs> multiple of each item, right? Hoodies, yeah. hats, he better be buying it all. Yeah, so, every, every color. Every yeah, color they have. That's right. Every every black, every gray, every white, purple, yellow. Get it all. Yeah. I, I, he, he wants a link to this when it comes out, so he's going to be getting it, and uh, yeah. he better be spending a lot of money. You and I will both hold him <laughs> to that. So tell me this. One of the things I noticed about you, Rags, and I noticed it when we were together, uh, just even looking at your posture while we look at each other on a screen, you just seem to take things in. You seem to – I like to use expressions sometimes that I want to have a big catcher's mitt to catch everything God sent in my way, processing, reflecting, acting on it, letting it soak in. That seems pretty true of you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I my, my folks used to tell me God, God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, yep. You know, before you go out, just, you know, tell them what, what you think, you know, you know, receive what you're supposed to receive. And, you know, my, my dad was a, a great listener to people. You know, he, he was a mentor to a, a ton of people and, uh, you know, definitely left his legacy on so many folks here in Evansville, but, you know, across uh, the state of Indiana and, you know, even Ohio where he's originally from. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's been passed on as a, it's a generational gift <laughs> yeah. that my, my dad, you know, gave me, but my folks are, are servant leaders always have been, um, you know, any way that they can help at risk youth, they were there any way they can listen to others. They've done it. And, you know, God's given me, an, an opportunity and the ability to uh, be understanding of others and and to receive others even when they're not similar to me and mm. you know what what can you learn about yourself what can you learn about other people mm. and how can you give back you know life is is always bigger than than yourself it's always bigger than me you know you know God has put me in this position but but you know what I'm, what I'm here for is way bigger than yeah. than me, fame, fortune, winning games. It, it's about how you impact others, how you bring other people up, uh, how do you support other people. And, you know, first thing you have to do is listen, you know, and, and see what others around you care about, uh, what their needs are, what opportunity you can provide to them. But if you're not listening, yeah. you're not going to receive it. And, you know, that, that's – Luckily, you know, God, God's given me some wisdom and gave me the, the ability to to just receive. And, you know, that that's the number one thing. And then then the other part is, is listen, listen to what your calling is, listen to what your response should be, listen to what, you know, your heart is telling you that you should give to the individuals that are placing in your life. Yeah, and, your circle. Uh, that, that's that's just how I, I try to live it day by day. So especially the early part of that soundbite, you were really talking from a real humble, not about you kind of stance. I love that Rick Warren in his famous book, 
Purpose Driven Life, the first four sentences of the book are, it's not about you. And I say all the time, if we just understood that, believe that, live that for all of us, it would change everything. So I want to, I want to ask you this. So, um, one of my favorite passages of scripture, and I know Clark Kellogg and I over the years have bonded over, uh, in Hebrews 12, where it talks about, uh, God is the author and perfecter. One of the additions adds the word pioneer of the faith to us. And I'm, as I get older, I'm really, I feel like I'm grasping more and more about how creative God is. He's an architect. He's a designer. He's a grand weaver. The list goes on and on of creativity, designing, building. It seems to me like everybody's story significant as far as what, what God's doing in their life. But, you know, you returning to Evansville 20 years later, really kind of being in tune, a house being for, you know, for sale, finding about this other one, whatever. I mean, do you really look sometimes and just step back? And, and I'm going to say this maybe more than most people and just say, wow, look at this design and this puzzle this picture, this this um, beautiful piece of artwork that God is putting together in your life. Yeah, all all the time. I think about man, just what and people say it is by chance or by by luck or what whatever whatever you know word you want to fill in the blank. And it's all by design. And you know, you you have certain plans in, in your mind, but God God's already ordered our our steps in our path. And from the first moment that I decided to go into coaching and even sitting in the seat and knowing the assignment, you know, the, the impact that you can make on, on young people and seeing in, in young people what they may not see in themselves. At the time when I, I started coaching, one of my coach, college coaches saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And he encouraged me to get into college coaching and, um, you know, told me that it's something that I, I would be good at. And it was funny because it was the timing of it. It was in the middle of practice. And he looked at me, he's like, Rags, you know, you'll be pretty good at this. Mm. And I'm like, basketball? Like, yeah, coach. Like, <laughs> you know, I've been watching practice. You know, I've been watching the games. But, you know, he was talking about coaching. And and afterwards, I, I looked, I asked him, like, like, coach, what do you even mean? Like, why? What made you say that? And, you know, the fact that I had a good rapport with all the players mm. and even the ones I didn't hang out with, even the ones that were doing things separate of, of myself and, uh, you know, connecting with them, also connecting with the coaches and bridging the gap and, you know, kind of what we were talking about on the front end with Jerry and, and ourselves, how we got connected. You know, I think when you're a natural connector, you know, there's so many people that you can reach out and touch and get them to understand kind of their own path or why they should maybe view things, you know, situation differently. And, you know, that was, that was by chance. And I remember going out to, to Frank Phillips out in, in Borger, Texas. And, you know, my, my wife, well, my, we we're still dating at that time, but her and my parents, uh, you know, my coach got me connected with a buddy of his. I packed up the car and two weeks later I was driving 14 hours to go out to Borgen. They're looking at me like I'm mm-hmm. crazy because I just accepted to go out here, get paid twenty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. for nine over a nine month spirit period. Like not each month, but the total wow. amount was twenty five hundred for that time. Uh, staying in the dorms, getting a meal, working the front desk of a rec center, mm-hmm. all to make ends meet, all to, to chase a, a dream and really it was a the walk, the path that 
God sent me to walk mm-hmm. of, of encouraging and mentoring young people. And, you know, I, I just do it through, through basketball, but that, that first move was, that wasn't a guarantee sure. that you're going to, you're going to be successful. And after that first year, our head coach went to Louisiana Tech um, as an assistant. And I came back to Indiana at, at and I was an assistant at Vincent University. And, you know, at that point, I was making a whopping $19,000. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I made it. And, uh, you know, coming back toward home. But that turned into me becoming the head coach at, at Vincennes at 27 and thinking I, I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I had all the answers. And, again, it, it, I learned – and I say this about kids. When you have kids, you learn more from your kids than your kids probably learn from you. Sure. You know, whether whether it's patience, whether it's um, how to, you know, just just navigate different conversations. Sure. Um, but I, I learned so much about myself and about people and about life and and just uh, the big picture, mm-hmm. essentially, from that situation at 27, being a head coach. That's really fast forward to now at 41 that has helped me in decision making, helped me in my day to day uh, work and leadership, whether it be with the staff or the players or different people in, on campus or in the community, you know, but, but it's all helped to be able to, I guess, navigate this situation better. Sure. But it's nothing that I ever planned or dreamed of, you know, God had it lined up for me and by chance of going to Frank Phillips brought me back to Vincennes. And then after Vincennes, I was the head coach for two years went to Indiana State for four and Bowling Green for one and Northern Kentucky for one and Valpo for two and Utah State for three and Butler for for one. And like you said, after at Butler, that was the plan was to be there for six years. And then God laughed at that and told me, hey, in nine months, you're going to be sitting back at home as a head coach in Evansville. So it's, it's all God's work and I'm appreciative of it. I've learned so much from it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's taught me how to plan for and be selfless and think about other people, you know, even from the moment that, that I wake up in the morning, put my feet down and start praying. Yeah. You know, I'll, pray for, I'll pray for other people. Uh, and it's easy to be inward with that, you know, mm-hmm. pray about your own struggles or or whatever it may be or, or your own wants, you know, but that that's just how I live my life. And, uh, God's gave me that, that vision and opportunity to, to, to live that way. Let me ask you as a coach, especially taking over this program, kind of you've been out of the head coaching world for a while. You've been an assistant. So you've ultimately been buying into somebody else's <laughs> philosophy and their own culture. When you hear right. stories, and I'm sure you have over the years, there's the, you know, St. Louis Cardinals have been very famous for being a club <laughs> and a program in, in baseball that has been very Christ centric, very, gospel oriented you know Dabo Sweeney is a guy who's known for Clemson football man of God what he's trying to do in that program insert his faith where he can um, the Philadelphia Eagles a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl there were stories of guys getting baptized in hotel pools uh, you know Zach yeah. Ertz Carson Wentz Nick Foles numerous players on that team knew Jesus and that, those Eagles team you know people were talking that year did they win the Super Bowl ultimately because of their faith and God showed them favor. You know, I, again, I'm not a big believer in God cares who wins and loses the games. It's who <laughs> honors him. But when you hear stuff like that and it's now your team, your program, 
What do you think when you hear stuff like that? Does that make you say, man, that'd, that'd be great for the Evansville Acers? It's like, well, there's some ground we got to be careful of there. I mean, what do you think when you hear stories of teams being like that? No, I think young people, they do as they see, not as they're told. Mm. And I've told the, the team, and, and we do it when we're together. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a praying individual, and I'm not going to force it upon you. But, you know, when you're around me, I'm, I'm a pray. And, you know, I'm going to be respectful to other folks. And, and, you know, we have individuals from different walks, of, you know, different face backgrounds. And I'm not going to stop them from doing what they're doing. But, you know, I also want them to, to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think if you build real relationships, you build them through trust. And you build trust through being vulnerable and being yourself and uh, being respectful of others. And, um, you know, with all that, I, I'm just going to show them what a, a loving husband looks like, mm. what hard worker looks like, what, what a man of faith looks like. Mm. And you know, I, I, I do think, you know, and, and, and it's funny, I've been doing it for a while to the point that some of the guys that I was coaching early are, have their own families and they're professionals in the workforce. And, you know, they, they go back and they, they thank you for for showing them the way, you know, not just speaking on it. And I, I'm a big believer that your culture is not what you put on the walls. It's what you do every day. Mm. And if you live it, then other people see it, they witness it. And then that's how you get other people to believe it and maybe want to live in the way that you're living. Yeah. And then, then those folks may come and ask you, Hey coach, like, so you go to church on Sundays or, you know, you have time to you and, and I love Laval for this. You know, there was there were young men that, that came to him and asked him to do Bible studies. Mm. And you know, I I've told them if if it's anything with life that, that you're dealing with, if whether it's your family, whether it's a significant other, you know, whether you want to get close in your faith, I'm all for it. And my door is open for it. I'm not gonna push it on you, but if you do want to come in and you do want to and I've, I've got a couple of people in town that that actually Jerry's meeting with that are are strong in their, their faith that are always going to be here. Mm. And I, I want our players to understand if you're not comfortable talking to me, maybe go to the, one of the, these gentlemen and, and talk to a Reverend Roscoe or Roger Mason mm. or, uh, you know, just different Jerome Stewart. Sure. Uh, who, who runs his own radio station, faith based radio station. But. There's other outlets. I'm I'm here for you, but That's other great. people are too. But yes, I, I I think the culture and what Tab Sweeney and folks that, that you mentioned, that that's I've always been a Cardinal fan, and I I love them mm. for so many different reasons. You know, I, I first started watching because Ozzy Smith used to yeah. run out there and do, do backflips. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, but but you know how they run their their organization. People always wonder why they're always mm-hmm. in contention. Well. One thing with us, and people ask, well, coach, how are you guys going to be this year? I don't know. Hmm. You know, what, well, how many go, how many games are you going to win? I don't know. But I, I know this. We're going to live in our habits every day. We're going to work hard every single day. We're going to be energetic, enthusiastic, communicate. And, and just there's certain ways that, that there's non-negotiables that we're going to do. So we're going we're gonna to do those things every day. And what comes of it? comes of it but and usually you know in every i tell people this every 
individual that I've coached that ends up being a pro usually have their life in order off mm-hmm. the court. Yeah. Whether it's time management, whether it's showing up on time, whether it's doing extra work, all those things are in order, which makes them successful on the court. Sure. You know, so we're, we're, we're going to live it. And then people uh, see it from what the work we put in and the commitment that we make. And, uh, you know, that that's, that's what we look to do. And hopefully we're in the, the same breath as Clemson and, St. Louis Cardinals and and um, yeah. you know, all the folks that, that you named. Philadelphia Eagles. That's neat. That's neat stuff. I guess we fired up. How many years do I have left to play? Do I still have some time to play? No talent, but I might have some eligibility yeah. left. Um, <laughs> that's it. We'll so, take it. Everybody gets at least a COVID year. There you go. That's right. So, David, <laughs> here's these, here's these uh, five questions. We're going to fly through them. They're called the Rapid Five. Yeah. 15, 30-second answers here. Let's go on this. So, we got what is your all-time favorite childhood snack or cereal? Uh, you know, the, the cookie crisp were a big, big favorite of mine back Ooh. in the day. I want a healthy choice, but I love them. Yeah, nobody said that one. I don't think that's a good one. What is your favorite book you most have or want to give to other people? Energy Bus. Ooh. I'm, 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 I'm big on energy. John I'm Gordon. probably too energetic for some people, but I'm, I'm all about it. you get what you give. Yeah. And if you have good energy, you'll receive good energy you need to reach out to john gordon i think he does some talking to teams reach out to john oh, yeah that's good to know yeah i think yeah in know. fact i think i made a contact i'll have to look and see i think i made a contact with somebody in his office a while back we'll, we'll follow up on that john gordon though yeah he's written i on, love that yeah we're, we're, we're reading one of his other books as a athletic staff oh cool at the moment uh, the seed yeah yeah yeah, okay. and which is really good, you know, finding your purpose. Sure, very cool. Well, here's something you've probably done before. Your your family's vacationing. Let's say you're heading from Evansville. Let's say you're going to go to Pittsburgh or somewhere northeast. And if your family's anything like mine, we know where we want to stop maybe, but there's either traffic or someone's got to hit the bathroom. And if we yeah. got to stop and then 10, 15 minutes later, we're stopping again. Forget that. We're stopping now because that's where we are. <laughs> and you see the exit sign. You got these three options. McDonald's. Chick-fil-A, let's pretend there's one out here from the West, In-N-Out Burger. I hope you've been there. Have you ever been to In-N-Out? I've been to In-N-Out. Okay. That's, I know the secret menu at in Oh, so does that mean the Ragland family goes to In-N-Out, or where do you go? Oh, we're definitely doing Chick-fil-A. Oh, no definitely doubt. Definitely doing Chick-fil-A. My, my pleasure. Oh, you know, well, like, you're on it. Can't, can't beat Chick-fil-A. Do you have one or two of those in Evansville? How many does Evansville have? That's a good question. There's one that we we frequent. Okay, they, they know us there. Uh, <laughs> we're there pretty often. So Springfield, where I live, we are getting our first one, and it's less no than less than a mile from my house. Uh oh. So You're in trouble. Actually, you know what? They just put one on campus. Oh. I I've been I've been uh, disciplined not to go to <laughs> that one as much. <laughs> we'll just get the grilled but, chicken nuggets. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. You could do that. <laughs> All right, David, what's the uh, movie that every time you were to stumble across it, it pulls you in? You're sucked in. You're finishing it. What movie is that? Yeah. Remember the Titans. Mm. There, remember the Titans a good one, man. There, there's so many array of emotions yeah. throughout that, that movie like yeah. and connections from the little the, his daughter, uh, the, the first coach's daughter just yep. – screaming that uh, i love that movie yeah. in so many different ways you know what i always say i love that movie i am not a big sports fan movie i think they take yeah. too many liberties things aren't true plays and things right. go on that never apply to the real world of sports that movie is great yes 
All right, Rags, last but not least, what is your favorite trendy clothing item you have worn at some point? You bought into hook, line, or sinker that you're going to bring it back. What is that trendy clothing item? Jordans. I, I love shoes. So Jordans, I, I, and I've talked about this, as Jordans have come back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have kept all the ones I had. Mm. Like I, I had the cool grades when they first came yeah. out. I had to purchase. I, I, I shamely, say, shamely say this. I had to purchase two of them last year when they came back wow. out. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got, got a pair on right now. I'm a, I'm, I'm all about Jordans. Did you love those Georgetown Hoya ones back in the day? Oh, who didn't? Yeah, those I are mean, the best. Er- I, I I even bought the ones. Remember the ones that used to come in the suitcase, like the Space Jam ones. And oh, really? I, I, I used to carry around the suitcase. Wow! You know, just so people knew I I had had my Jordans. Well, it sounds so, like if you would have kept those Jordans, you could have traded that for the money you lost at that house in Indianapolis, because yeah. you, you might have more in those shoes than you did in a deposit for a house. That's that's, that's good stuff. So tell me this. Oh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a bold statement for me. You're in Indiana. Yeah. You have spent most of your life in Indiana. Tell us why the rumor is true in 49 other states. It's basketball, as the Pacers used to say, but this yeah. is Indiana. Go. Yeah. I would say this, and I'll challenge any state on this, and this is a true story. There's a lot of, lot of places in Indiana, when you're born, the first thing they, they put in your crib is a basketball. Yep. So – I don't know how many other states are committed to that, but that's and we're not even gonna talk about the movie Hugers. Yep. That's that's just a rite of passage. Yeah. You can't set foot in Indiana without watching that. But babies not even getting a, a binky or a blanket. Yep. And don't get anything but the first thing you get is a basketball is, is that's a commitment. And every gym, if you look at every gym, every major gym at throughout the country, high school gyms in Indiana are bigger than yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. And I think we have the top five biggest arenas. Yeah. Alex's team played in the Hoosiers gym last year. He had a chance. They had oh, a yeah. Saturday game, a school not too far away from us, Mechanicsburg, and Emmanuel Christian yeah. Academy had their game at the gym. And there's definitely – I got to announce the game. I I announced about half their games last year, so I did that game. Yeah. And uh, that was a pretty cool feeling. So did you Absolutely. see that back in the day, the Reggie Miller video they did at the Pacers games where they would say yes. in 49 other states, there's Reggie at the three shooting it, and like, but this is Indiana. Yeah. That was awesome. I remember that little highlight that they, they used yeah. to do. Yeah. Uh, they started off yeah. showing a little kid on the farm <laughs> yeah. on his, you know, put together hoop. And that gives me goosebumps. Wow. It does. All yeah. right, Rag. So here's here's four other questions I want to ask you back to back, kind of putting a little emotional spin on things. What these days and these days we live in, what makes you joyful today? Man, honestly, you know, I, I think there's no better gift than your time that you can give anybody and just having time, you know, with my family, uh, with, with, you know, my, my children are teenagers now or, you know, close to it, but just getting that, that quality time, that that's, that's me. That's what, ma- I need. what makes you sad? Just, I, I think the, the day and age that we live in and just what people feel is necessary or, you know, I, I think we're losing, the, the sense of reality, you know, what what's real and what's fake, mm. uh, through, through social media, uh, through and I feel for young people, you know, where they feel like they have to have a certain image, and you know, it, it's just 
it, it's all you know technology was supposed to, was created to, to make things easier and uh with with everything that that's good there are there are some bad yeah. that comes with it and i think we we've lost ourselves in the purity of our society mm. and uh that is, is sad to see what makes you angry these days just rude people <laughs> you know mm. i'm a i'm a people person and you know just you know people that are rude especially but you know there's certain things that we can control in life and there's certain things that we can't and you know i, I was on a flight coming back to evansville from florida uh, recruiting and i had a tight window in atlanta to get from you know one gate to the other and i'm sitting there and, and i'm yeah you know, first like steaming because i just want to be back and you know get back that spend some time with my daughter you know we have plans that, that evening and I'm I'm fuming and I noticed some people that are upset too that have connecting flights and they're just giving it to the, the folks on, on the plane that are helping us, uh, the flight attendants. And I'm I'm sitting there like I don't have any control of this situation yeah, right yeah. now. Like, you know, why are we we doing this? And I just think that that people do that way too often. Sure. Sure. What makes you laugh these days? What do you find funny? <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm a big, I, I love comedy. Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm picking any kind of movie, like the first movie I'm picking is anything with, with comedy. Shout out to my son, Joshua. That that dude is has become more and more just comical. You know, mm -hmm. with with the things that we talk about to uh, the things that he he thinks about. Uh, <laughs> he he's. He's a, a comedian in the making, but that's fine. Uh, you know, just just you know, I, I would say, and part of it is, you know, when you are present where you're at, mm. you know, things become a little bit more light. Yes, and they become enjoyable, and you find laughter and enjoyment in every situation. You know, so I I've been able to slow my mind down and be more present where I'm at in every situation, and that that makes things very funny <laughs> yeah i hear you no doubt about that well david we're gonna rags we're gonna have to put this on pause i can't yeah. wait till we have a part two with this i think there's more we could talk about i told you i won't get through all the questions and several yeah. i would still love to get through but uh i'm excited to head your way i'm gonna get to a game one way or the other get Jerry, get some of those some of your guys that you're telling him to get if, they, if he needs to get to know them i need to get to know them so where can people find go. out more about you and find the aces schedule where would you tell people to go look you up yeah, so I mean, you can go on on Twitter. You know, we have our our men's basketball and and our UE athletic pages that you can can see it. Uh, also, you can go to you know our website www.acesbasketball. Um, you know to find any information like that. But you know, come come and see us. Come and support us. Watch us. You know, I, I'm fortunate where I have a, a talented staff. Uh, also have some pretty good players, but all of them are even better people. Mm. And it, it's a joy to come into work every day. It doesn't even feel like it because I work around and with really good people. And those are the, the easiest people to get behind and support because you know you know their hearts um, and, and you know what they're about. And, you know, it's not a matter of if they're going to be successful in life or if they're going to win. Like we talk about winning championships. It's not a matter of if we're going to do it, it's win. Mm. It's not about a matter of if these young men are going to be successful. It's win. So that's where you can find it. And that's what you'll be rooting for. Amen. Amen. Well, 
He's David Raglan. This is Go Aces, Go Purple and Yellow. Have a great day, David. Thank you. You too. Thank you for joining us on the Pinkleton Pull Aside podcast. You can reach Jeff at GatheringMiamiValley.org or find us on Facebook at The Gathering of the Miami Valley. Join us again next week for another honest and rich conversation. The Rise FM Podcast Network.